Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Taylor and welcome to the Queerpreneur podcast. This is the place for queer women who want to start or grow their business and their straight allies, where we build community, raise awareness and create a platform to celebrate incredible women leaders, change makers and trailblazers. In every episode, my intention is to share knowledge, learning and resources that inspire you to think big, create more impact and step fully into your life and business in a way that feels authentic to you. So if you're ready to take action towards creating a more equal world for everyone, then let's get started. Wow, wow, wow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Queerpreneur podcast with me, your host, Sarah Taylor. I am so, so grateful, excited, honored to be here to be talking to you and to know that you're listening to this podcast right now is kind of like blown me away a bit, to be honest. Um, I really want to make this first episode all about how this podcast came about, why it really matters to me, and yeah, what kind of things I've got in store for you going forward with all the episodes that I've got in my head and I've started to talk to other people about incredible women that I'm going to get on this show. And yeah, I just cannot wait to see how it evolves, where it goes, and what what gets created in this space. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so grateful that you're here and to know that you're listening means so much to me. So some of you might already know me from social media, um, from maybe past jobs that I've done. So I had a very long corporate career, um, which I'll talk about in a moment. And some of you may know me from my coaching, so my life coaching um, training that I did and the kind of community that I've built up around that. So if you know me already, hello, really great that you're here. But if this is the first time that we've connected, then a big hello to you too. And I really hope that you're going to enjoy this very first episode and an invitation to all of you listening at any time. If you have anything that you want to follow up on with me that I talk about in any of the episodes, I mean, I will put stuff in the show notes always just email me. My inbox is always open for feedback, for ideas, for future episodes, for anything that I talk about, anything that you want to more, know more information about, anything like that. Please, please, please do not hesitate to get in touch with me. I absolutely would love to hear from you. So before I really get stuck into this first episode, the thing that I really have to acknowledge is what a unique And absolutely, let's use the word that's being used so often these days, unprecedented time of change. This is right now. And a a really fascinating and interesting time for me to be launching a podcast that I've been thinking about for probably a year, but seriously thinking about over the last three to six months. And I've ended up launching it whilst the whole world is navigating this period of massive change and uncertainty 
as a result of coronavirus. So here in the UK, which is where I live, we've now been in lockdown officially for two and a half weeks. And I'm sure that over the next few episodes, I'm going to be referring to our shared experience of this global pandemic um, that is touching and affecting all of our lives. And right now, the way that I'm feeling about it is that although it brings so many difficult challenges, um, so much grief, so much loss, um, there is so much wonderful, beautiful, heart-touching things that I'm seeing and experiencing human connection, people reaching out, helping each other, so much love and so much creativity and resourcefulness in business. So many people who are really digging deep and offering their services in a way that is accessible now in this new world that we're living in, which is kind of a virtual online world right now. And I'm absolutely loving all of the ingenuity that I'm seeing. It's really blowing me away. So today's first episode, I really want to start, I guess, by talking about my mission. So why do I do what I do? I'm going to give you a little bit of background about me. I spent over 25 years in the corporate world. So in the, in working in some of the largest corporate organizations, mainly public sector. And where I worked was in learning, training, personal development, management development, leadership development. I worked with apprentices and graduates and supporting them with their career development. So really, really all about maximizing the potential of people. And supporting organisations to get the best out of their people by giving them the right development and the right training. But also a lot of that was about really working with those individuals around, you know, what is it that really lights them up and inspires them about their career and their future and their, their plans for, you know, what they want to achieve and what success means to them and all that kind of really good stuff. So, um, uh, part of that was me completing when I was 30. So I completed a postgraduate degree in human resources. And that really worked to support me moving into the more senior leadership management development specialist type roles, which was really when I first came across coaching. Um, coaching and mentoring were the things that kind of really blew me away. And I was like, I love this work. I love the fact that you can really um, tap into people's potential through those disciplines and through those interventions. And designing personal and professional development programs then became one of the, the key parts of my role. So I think that one of the things that's quite relevant now um and really with my clients, when I think about it, is a lot of that was about change and transition and transformation. Because the organisations I worked for were, were often struggling or having challenges around their business and had to make quite significant step changes in performance, which meant that I was there supporting them with the whole people piece 
you know, how do we support people to make the step change required? That might be learning new stuff, or it might be in their own behaviors and their own performance. So that whole sort of transformation and the way that that can be supported through coaching and mentoring was felt so powerful to me. And the results that I started to see by using those um, skills and those techniques and those approaches really kind of got me fired up and got me passionate about coaching primarily. So I guess like 20 years later, when I decided to leave the corporate world, it made sense to really start my own life coaching business. And I wasn't sure at first, you know, how my niche would go, what sort of niche I would have. I knew that I wanted to work with women. I knew that I wanted to really support women to create their own businesses, their own lives. They maybe start a part-time business, maybe look at their passion projects and really tap into what, what absolutely lit them up and fired them up. And really helping them to make that bigger contribution that they perhaps didn't have the confidence to make or they were holding them back in some way. That's what kind of got me excited because that was part of my journey and my story, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, in a minute, a little bit more. And I guess, you know, when I, when I think about it, you know, that was five years ago now when I decided that I wanted to start my own coaching business. It took me a little longer to leave my corporate job fully. I went part-time initially, but that was when I became an entrepreneur. And I have learned so much over those five years about creating and starting a business. And this moment, actually thinking about it, you know, is a time when I would really love to give a big shout out to all the fantastic mentors and coaches that I've worked with, particularly over the last five years, who have helped me get to this point. Big ups to all of you. You know who you are. I have so much gratitude for all of you and so much love. Thank you so much. I'm also a board trustee for the fantastic LGBTQ mental health charity, Mind Out, which is based in Brighton. It's just down the road from where I live, which is pretty handy. And yeah, they do some amazing work. If you're not familiar with them, they work specifically to support the LGBTQ community with their mental health and their well-being. They have lots of different services, advocacy, counselling, and an online support service. And right now, if you're listening to this and you need some support, you can contact them from anywhere in the world and they have um, a brilliant online team that will point you in the right direction. They have lots of resources on their website. I will put the link in the show notes. But again, don't hesitate to contact me if you want more, any more information about how they can help you or contact them directly. Absolutely so honoured and proud to be a trustee for that brilliant charity The other thing that happened quite recently for me and that I've got involved with is delivering as a trainer the first LGBTQ workplace inclusion qualification ever in the UK. Um, I delivered a couple of courses. So it's a day-long course for organisations that want to really demonstrate that they are looking at inclusion and diversity for the LGBTQ plus community. 
I've delivered a couple of courses at the beginning of the year. They are at the moment face-to-face in-person training courses. So I'm not quite sure where that's going to go, but definitely it will continue because the demand was huge. Um, Lots and lots of organizations really wanting to get that training and get that certification. It's a really, really positive response. To a shout out to both um, Mind Out and the company, the organization that is responsible for the LGBTQ workplace inclusion certification is called Skills First. So shout out to both of those. Again, the links will be in the show notes. So although I do work with all women and I do have some clients that aren't in the LGBTQ plus community that I love absolutely equally. And of course, they are allies. And I'm going to talk a lot more about allies in future episodes. Um, my niche is helping women who identify as LGBTQ plus. And this is with my coaching business. Um, and really, I decided to specialize in working with lesbian, gay, bi, trans and queer women last summer. And I want to talk a bit about that in this first episode. You know, what was it that led me to niche into particularly um, queer women? The first reason, and I guess the most um, powerful reason for me is because of my own personal story. So for many years, I didn't feel able to be fully myself at work. And to be honest, in some degree, to some degree, the rest of my life as well. So I came out to myself initially um, as gay, as a lesbian, when I was 30, so quite late. Um, And I felt really uncomfortable and ashamed of my sexual orientation And it was a real struggle for me at first. I didn't know any gay people. And I've written about this um, in some of my posts. I didn't know any gay people. The only lesbian I'd ever kind of come across was a PE teacher at school. And she got so much grief and so much intolerance. Um, We had the AIDS crisis as well. And I was growing up in the 80s. There was a lot of negative um, and really difficult section 28 as well which I might talk about on a future podcast I'm sure it will come up lots of stuff around and I think that I was just in denial I didn't want to accept I didn't want to see I didn't want to really um, accept within myself that I was attracted to, to women basically so it took me a while to get there and then when I got there it was quite um, terrifying. <laughs> That's the only word I can think of right now to describe it. And, and that isn't, I'm not over-exaggerating. It was really challenging. And I have, like I say, written about that quite a lot. Um, so have a look at my website if you've not seen my blog posts about that. So yes, I think that the fact that I felt so uncomfortable and ashamed of my sexual orientation for a long time, I don't now, I'm really glad to say, um, but it held me back in so many ways that I didn't even realise until I embarked on my own sort of personal development, self-acceptance, healing journey, which of course never ends, you know, um, 
I believe, you know, it, it continues for our life. It's like peeling away the layers of the onion, really. And there's always new discoveries to be found. No, I still get triggered. My shame still gets triggered sometimes. But now I'm, I'm able to accept it, love it, heal it a little bit more when that happens. And know that there's a much bigger, a much greater part of me that is really proud of who I am. And really loves, I love being a gay woman. I love being a lesbian. I can genuinely, honestly say that now. <sighs> um, so I want to help others so they don't spend as long as I did, which was around 15 years it took me to get to a place where I was able to be open about my sexuality at work and with people that I met, new people that I met. You know, I don't want others to go through what I did. I want to help them if they are feeling fearful of others' judgment or rejection because of who they are. You know, part of the work that I do is really helping them love all of those parts of themselves, even the gay part. And I think for me, one of the biggest, biggest realizations I have is all the other stuff that I was holding back and hiding along with my sexuality, because it's so intrinsic. It's such a intrinsic, natural part of us. And because I know that you can't achieve your full potential if you're hiding and filtering and not feeling free to bring all of yourself into your work and into your life, you know, into your relationships, into your creative pursuits, into your passions. It's all so intrinsically intertwined with each other. So you will hear me talk about my lived experience of being gay in a world where many people think the only normal is heterosexual. You'll hear me talk about that quite frequently, I imagine, in future podcast episodes, because the world is still a place where straight is the only normal. Things are changing, yes. Awareness is growing. We have amazing allies that want to support the LGBTQ community and do what they what they can to help. And yet there is still so much misunderstanding, misrepresentation and harm being caused. So that's the first reason, my personal story and my personal experiences. And the second reason is because discrimination, prejudice and harm caused to the LGBTQ community continues to be something I see so many people underestimating or being misinformed about. This podcast aims to change that in whatever way I can. And I can't do it alone. I'm going to be inviting guests on here. I've already got some fantastic people lined up. I'm going to be making the request regularly to allies you know, if you aren't in the LGBTQ, and there's, there's two types of allies as far as I'm concerned. I know my jingle talks about straight allies. 
my jingle intro to the podcast. So the straight allies, i.e. people that aren't in the LGBTQ plus community, and then there's allies within our community. We can be allies to ourselves. And if you're listening to this and you're from the LGBTQ plus community, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. You know, we all need each other to create change and to create more equality and to actually make something bloody happen because it needs to happen. So while we're here, a couple of things I just want to share with you that you may or may not know. Not only is being LGBTQ plus illegal in over 70 countries in the world right now, there are still many countries in the world where there is no queer businesses, no queer businesses at all. And I'd love to think that if I can help any woman listening from one of those countries where it's illegal, one of those countries where the fear of telling anybody, of even, you know, that first part, that first step of accepting it to yourself, it just really is terrifying. That is really terrifying. To reach out to me or to reach out to any of the experts that are going to be joining me here to see how we can help them, then I am going to just be so honoured and humbled. So my big mission with this work and this podcast is to create a world where queer, conscious women business owners and leaders, I believe we're all leaders, <laughs> you know, if we want to inspire people, encourage people, support people to make change in their life or to see the possibilities and the potential that they have for themselves, then we're a leader, if that's something we're passionate about. I want to create a world where queer women, business owners, leaders and change makers are given equal opportunity to blaze their trail in the world. That's what this is all about for me. So in the podcast episodes that are coming, I'm going to provide you with a mix of educational and personal development resources, and they will be to support both straight allies and queer women. And I'm going to be sharing some really inspirational success stories of brilliant gay women. When I say gay as well in this podcast, I mean the whole spectrum of LGBTQ+. Um, I might say gay, I might say queer, I might say LGBTQ+. Um, I'm, I'm being inclusive, I guess is what I'm telling you. So I'm going to share some inspirational success stories. And they're going to tell you about their businesses, how they started them, what they've learned, what the challenges were. So hopefully, you know, if this is you and you're in this place and you're thinking, actually, I'd really love to have a business where I can do this. I can achieve my mission. I've got a vision for creating change. I've got something I'm really passionate about. I'd love to get out into the world. Then this is for you, you know, and I really hope that I'm going to be able to help you move that stuff forward. So there's going to be a new episode every week. And my aim is to give you not only food for thought, but also opportunities to take action so you can personally help us create positive change. And I really want to make sure, so a big intention for me with this podcast is that you're going to get exclusive content. 
So please make sure that you subscribe to the Queerpreneur podcast. And I guess that's it for episode one. And yeah, let's see where we go. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time to be here listening to me and the part that I know that you are playing right now. You're here, you're listening, you're already playing a part. And I know that you're really, really passionate about creating a more equal and inclusive world for everybody, you know. So come over and find me on Instagram at Sarah Taylor Coaching or LinkedIn or Facebook and send me a message and let me know what you think of my first episode. I really love to hear from you. I've been Sarah Taylor of sarah-taylor.co.uk and this is the Queerpreneur Podcast. And I can't wait to catch you next time.